0: hello and welcome everyone welcome back to world of warships back to port with uh your host is uh, rogue plc here, and of course with our guest again returning spartan elite 43. hello everybody yeah it's so nice having you back after all this time
1: it's good to be back uh i think we we've, we've done this what three years in a row now right
0: uh yeah three years in a row yeah i think it's almost maybe a month or two out you're there
1: It's always always good to sit down and and chat with you guys.
0: Yeah, it's great having you always (laughs) and yeah, well, let's get back. Let's get to the good news. Um, We were discussing some of the stuff earlier and of course your 50k is coming very close now. Subscribers.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. The goal for my channel is to hit 50,000 by the end of the year. Um, We are on track to make that happen. It's currently sitting. We're currently sitting just under 45,000. I think we're at 44,600 ish, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, and if if I can continue the pace that I've set so far this year, I should be able to hit 50,000 by the end of the year. So it's it, it's been a it's been a fun ride. It's an it's a lofty goal. When I came up with that goal at the beginning of the year, like I didn't think we could make it. Like I'd just be real. But like if we can continue. The, the path that we're on we, we can actually pull this off so I'm, I'm very excited
0: oh yeah I, I believe you can make it I mean you've been around for so long throughout this whole journey of World of Warships legends all the ups and all the downs you've been there you've seen it all, you've experienced it all uh, with, with your f- uh, supporters and with the fellow community of World of Warships uh, if you would Let's say you make that 50k, what would be your next goal?
1: Uh, The next goal after 50 would probably be to pass my favorite World of Warships uh, content creator, and that is Flambass. Flambass currently at 85, I think, 83 or 85,000 subscribers. So he would be my next goal. Uh, The way I've always done my YouTube channel is I try to look ahead at people that I watch on YouTube and see, uh, set my sights on somebody to, to pass them. Kind of a rivalry, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it's helped me quite a bit. Like I, I really, I really have like every step of the way set myself a nice little rival. And the one thing that I will say about World of Warships Legends is, for the longest time, I didn't have a rival. I, I just have not had anybody anywhere near me uh, until Sailing Robin, and then I kind of saw Sailing Robin and I passed him. Uh, I want to say within the last year um, and so now I'm kind of in that dead zone between content creators uh, where I am literally at the very tippy top of what legends is capable of and we're trying to branch out into other games but also trying to uh, catch up to some of the world of warships PC creators so uh, we're trying one step at a time that's
0: pretty that is pretty crazy you know bossing the sight robin He's, he's, I always see him as my nemesis in everything that I've been doing in World of Warships, because he's such a good player. Um, but you passing him already, it's a thumbs up. It's damn, you've been doing so much hard work in this community with everyone, with all your videos, your streams. It's been amazing what you've been doing so far for everyone
1: yeah i mean see the way i see it is it's not so much amazing like i I just try to do the best that i can and i try to be consistent and i think that's the part of youtube that everybody gets wrong i try to be the most consistent youtuber that i can be and that is uploading at minimum five days a week so i i upload at least five days a week and then on top of that i'm also streaming multiple days a week um and for the entirety of last month i was uploading seven days a week and i think i missed one day maybe two days during the entire month where i missed a video um but what that does is the youtube algorithm likes to push consistency um so like, the, the more consistent you can be, the more content you can put out, the more likely you are to be pushed by YouTube. Uh, if you start to slack off, like this month, my, my numbers are all down because I had to recharge. Uh, yeah, you cannot continuously put out the, the amount of content that I, I put out last month and then not have a, a, a rest period. You have to have a break, otherwise you're going to go crazy. Um, so yeah, we're, we're on a bit of a downturn this month, but that's to be expected. And it's still, my downturn months are way better than they used to be. <laughs> so uh, I can't complain, you know, even, even if that's the case. Even if it's a down month, my down months are still way better than they used to be back in the day. Well,
0: you've got to much worse than I do. I mean, I only do this, well, maybe if I'm lucky once a month, (laughs) maybe twice a month and I can't even get to my schedule.
1: (laughs) Well, well, part of that is because you're in the future.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've had this discussion the other day. Um, So when I started planning the whole thing with Spartan, uh, things didn't go, went a bit off track because I was living in the future and he was living in the past. And I actually came on, I believe it was Friday or Saturday. I came to you and said, well, the podcast is like in 30 minutes. I'm seeing you still. And Sporting was like, "Mm -mm. no, 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 no. That's tomorrow, my friend.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So uh, the the original idea was to have this at uh, roughly 8 p.m. on Thursday. And then he sent me a message on Thursday saying, "Uh, I missed the podcast. I'm like, no, you didn't. It's like in a, in a couple hours, but I didn't think anything of it. So I was just like, okay, we'll, we'll just reschedule. So we rescheduled for today at 8 PM. And I even made sure to like verify. I was like, you we're talking my time at 8 PM on Saturday. Correct. And, uh, he's like, yeah, yeah. 8, 8 PM your time. This is great. It's 2 AM. My time. Everything will be great. I'm like, sweet. Next thing I know I'm sitting in the gym, getting ready to hit my, my bench workout yesterday. And I get a text message from uh, rogue saying, you ready to go in about 30 minutes? I'm like, no? <laughs> what are you talking about? You mean tomorrow? That's uh, great. But I know he's from Australia. I know he's. I know he's across the world. I know he's living in the future. So, it's all good. It's all good.
0: Oh man, yeah. I, I mean, come on. I, I. just suck with this type of stuff. Even after being back after such a long time, it's. It's rough. So yeah, thank you. Thank you for giving me the. Uh, the opportunity to try and say, salvage this whole thing, this whole F up that I did.
1: Oh, then I showed up late today. Like we were supposed to do this at eight o'clock and I was, I showed up at like 15 after eight because I was streaming a new game, like a goof. I lost track of time. Like I knew I had to be here at eight. I was like, okay, i got to keep an eye on the timer. Don't want to go over two hours. And here I am two and a half hours into the stream going, oh God, (laughs) I'm late. It
0: wasn't that bad. I think I literally, I think you were 14 minutes late. And I was sitting here anyway, struggling with my damn Discord and software and all that type of stuff.
1: But but we get it. And we're here now. And that's what matters.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's fun. It's fun having a chat with you and seeing what's going on and how far you've been growing and everything. It's it's nuts. But <clears throat> let's get to the game a little, you know. You've been playing it a lot now recently. And you got the, the new campaign ship, don't you?
1: Uh, the new campaign ship is the... Iwami. The Iwami, yes, yes, yes. I bought that thing day one because reasons. I like to get the battleships because, you know, obviously I'm a battleship main, so, like, I prefer to play the battleships more often than not, and so, like, when we get those campaigns with a battleship, I like to, you know, take them out, see how they do, and give everybody a above-average player's perspective on the ship so that they can make their own informed decisions. And uh, honestly, I was pretty happy with the Awami for the most part, other than the fact that I keep forgetting that it has torpedoes. So... Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, well, I've, I've seen some videos as well. You know, I, I can't say anything about tasting or such, but I've seen some videos um, showing that the dispersion on the ship is not the best.
1: Yeah, but I wouldn't exactly call bold. it pinpoint precision. <laughs> I know that's the big thing that everybody's pointing out. So, like Wargaming, Gaming in their little promotional video, they called it pinpoint precision, and you know they gotta oversell everything. That's their job. They're promoting it. They want you to buy it. But that's where us content creators get to step in and be like, "Look, reality check, folks. Pinpoint precision is just generic, you know, dispersion for Japanese battleships. So be careful. Okay, at range, Japanese battleships tend to do a little bit better than they do up close and personal." but japanese dispersion for the battleships will always troll you so you got to be careful but i will say this in my experience with the awami the guns are surprisingly good like i have not had that many issues with the awami's guns yes you do get the occasional wonky salvo that you expect out of the japanese but i tend to play even more aggressive than most people um And so, like, I I tend to be up close and personal, and I haven't had those ridiculous bad issues with the dispersion. Um, So, in that regard, I would say that, yes, they are overselling the accuracy of the ship by a lot, by calling it pinpoint. But... If you just take it with a grain of salt, you take a look at some of the other content creators, and don't just look at me, look at look at other people who have played the ship as well. You'll see that we all have roughly the same idea or the same uh, thoughts on the ship. It is a solid contender. You're not going to be disappointed you have the ship, but it's not blowing you out of the water either. It's not... Like stupidly overpowered or, or anything like that. It's just one of those ships that's it's a solid contender. You got to learn to use it. You don't want to get caught broadside because it's that same Japanese Yamato base that everybody knows and loves. You either are amazing with the armor or you get removed and sent back to port very quickly because you overangle and people know what they're doing. Like we have now the Yamato, the Musashi, the Awami, and the um, Izumo, and they all have the exact same hull. So everybody knows how to defeat that hall armor. So you've got to be careful.
0: Yeah, me personally. I, I mean, again, I don't have the ship yet. I still have to complete my campaign. I'm not that lucky to be able to buy the ship off the shelf. Um, I don't recommend anybody being... ever
1: buy the ships outright. Like I do it just because, A, I make money back off of it. Like, I- I legitimately get good, good views out of these videos, so like, when I do these videos day one, I know that it's gonna get, you know, a decent follow- or a decent view, so I will make a good chunk of the money that I spend on that back. Not gonna make a profit off of it, most likely, but I- I get a good chunk of that back. But my goal is to let everybody know, hey, this is what the ship is about, And you can decide to to get it or not. But I always tell everybody, like, the best way to spend your gold in this game is to buy the campaign. Whether or not that that's starting to become less and less true, because the campaigns are giving you less and less over time. Uh, There's a lot of people talking about that over the years, and there's evidence to back it up. But, um, at the end of the day, you don't have to spend 27,500 doubloons to get this battleship. You could get you could spend the twenty five hundred doubloons and just play the game and unlock it in a couple of weeks, um, and they always have the like catch up mechanic and stuff usually. So like if you miss a week, you can play a little bit extra one week towards the end, and you can still get your ship for twenty five hundred doubloons. And that is the best way to spend your money if you're going to do it. Uh, I never recommend anybody going out and spending twenty seven thousand five hundred doubloons to get a single ship when you can get that same ship for 2,500 doubloons. There is literally no reason outside of content creators for anybody to spend that kind of money for a ship that you're going to get for 2,500. Like, it makes no financial decision, or it makes no financial like, sense whatsoever.
0: Even, yeah, especially if you're going to be playing every day anyway. (laughs) Right. Well, I noticed, I I watched one of your videos the other day, uh, seeing that you fought against the constellation.
1: Yeah. So one of the things, one of the things that I like to do, I, I get people sending me stuff all of the time. I get people sending me, hey, this ship was spotted in testing. Uh, have you, have you had a chance to see it? Or maybe you can make a video on it. I don't like to make videos on stuff until I've interacted personally with it. So like, if somebody sends me a picture of, hey, this ship's in the game. And I'm like, okay, I can make a clickbait video and drop it out there, giant title, blah. But I don't have any experience with it. You know what I mean? So what can I actually share about it? Um, so now that I ran into it, and you know, I got to shoot it with my Amagi and see just how squishy it can be. Of course, the guy that was driving went broadside like multiple times. So at close quarters, so didn't end well for him. but uh, he also slapped me pretty good for one of them because I was over angled. So I got to see a little bit of how it performs. And then I went in and I I looked it up on PC to see some of the things about it on PC. Uh, And then I went ahead and found out that the ships were actually real, like they were planned to be built. They actually started to build them and two of them were built, but they weren't built as battle cruisers. They were finished as aircraft carriers, the Lexington class aircraft carriers. Um, so I, I brought that in there as well. So we got a little bit of a history history lesson as well, and uh, it tied right into my Amagi video. And that Amagi video has kind of popped off. It's gotten over twelve thousand views, I think, uh, with the constellation as the thumbnail. So it's it's definitely it's definitely one of those situations that like sometimes it pays to just be patient. Interact with it yourself that way you can form a better opinion and then do your research before you post the video Because that's something that I've struggled with over the years Is I tend to open my mouth first and then I get told hey, you're wrong. I'm like, oh, I am wrong Yeah, well if you don't
0: have all the information you there's always a possibility of being wrong, but I mean it's it's just the constellation nothing nothing spectacular
1: Yeah, it's just it's just one of those things that people are excited about you know the the majority of the world of warships legends player base is american so anytime anything american comes out you're always going to get the hype train going um you're going to get people that are just absolutely in love with it they're thinking oh my god we get a we get an american battle cruiser with torpedoes ha sign me up but they don't know anything about it the first thing that i noticed about it was that it sat so high out of the water and it's very flat armor so it kind of reminded me of the minnesota in that that sense so it kind of looks like a Minnesota with Colorado guns, and it has torpedoes towards the back. But I hear it has—I hear it has radar too, so that'll be fun. Well,
0: if you ask me very nicely, I can try and get in a game with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I'm tasting the ship, I'm, I'm lucky to be one of those guys that are tasting the ship course i can't say anything
1: i was gonna say Um, i can't i can't like i don't want to pull you into something that you're gonna get in trouble and potentially get removed from the from the thing because i know you guys are all under nda so there's that too
0: i mean i'm burning to say something (laughs) (laughs) like i said the only thing i can really do is like all right you match up i match up and hopefully we get into the same game and i can actually show you how you know up close and can follow some of the shells i mean that's about the closest i can do but um yeah i i think it'd be a good thing it's like any other ship that's introduced into world of warships doesn't matter where it fits in there's always some niche that comes with that ship Um, but the constellation overall what you've seen so far and what you've reported seems to be very very good i see a i see a good future for that ship as well
1: yeah, from what I've heard on PC, it's pretty mediocre. Um, but you know, there's there's a nice little thing about Legends in that uh, it, for better or for worse, Legends is a lot more aggressive playstyle than uh, we get on PC. So y- these these ships that don't necessarily fit into PC's meta do a lot better usually in World of Warships Legends. Uh, we've seen that with the German battle cruisers. We've seen that you know there's. They're ridiculous. Not saying that the Constellation is going to be on the same level as like a Ruprecht or something like that, but it is just something to consider. Um, But usually what I see when I see that stuff like that is the potential for others to come into the game. Like if, if we're seeing a American battle cruiser with torpedoes, does that mean we're going to potentially get a battle cruiser line for the Americans at some point? Uh, just like the Atlantico that came out last uh, last update, like the Atlantico came out and the very first thing I was thinking is, are we going to get a potential like, you know, um, Pan-American, um, you know, battleship line or something. But uh, I'm excited. Hopefully one day the, uh, the Atlantico will get a decent commander so that we can actually show that ship for what it is.
0: Yeah, cause at this moment those secondaries are not working as intended in my, in my view. Yeah,
1: because you don't have like any skills whatsoever that like actually take advantage of them. Like you don't have porcupine, you don't have anything like that to to really in or decrease the reload and decrease the uh, dispersion and stuff in the grouping, like you do for the Germans. So like I, if that happens, if you can get those guns to fire a little bit faster and be a lot more accurate, go, God help anything on the receiving end.
0: Yeah, it's like the the Schlieffen. Uh, I don't know if you've you've got the Schlieffen unlocked. I'm I'm just guessing.
1: Um, not yet, not We're, yet. We're getting there. Not
0: oh, well, you will love it. Uh, one of my friends unlocked it just the other day, and uh, he was playing with it. And I told him just for one round, don't shoot the main guns, just use the secondaries. And I'm not joking. Of course, I died in, uh, almost instantly. So I'm spectating the view the fight with the the Schlieffen and the amount of shells that are coming out of that ship
1: and hitting its target is ridiculous. Yeah, the the, uh, German battlecruisers have the best secondaries in the game. Uh, It's not even close. I've always said, like, the Americans have the best secondaries just because, like, back in the day, the German secondaries just weren't accurate when you're playing with the Bismarck. When you're playing, Brandenburg's got better secondaries than the Bismarck because they hit more often. But, like, Bismarck, uh, Grosser Kerr first, Frederick de Grossa, they're inaccurate. They just kind of throw a lot of shells out there in every direction, and occasionally, sometimes, they will hit. Whereas, these German battlecruisers, if you build them correctly, like, you've got American accuracy on the secondaries with the hitting power of the large German high explosive. And it's it's pretty... It's, it's devastating. If you're on the receiving end as a destroyer, you get caught inside like 8 kilometers of a Ruprecht or anything that's built with secondaries in mind, and they trigger the secondary booster, you're dead. Like, it will melt you in seconds.
0: Well there's a lot of updates still to come um what is in the pipeline we've got no idea because wargaming is of course they don't always tell us everything and especially now with you but from what i understand you're also still a part of the cc program or, or are you not no, no 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 no
1: uh i was i was removed from the cc program back in 2020 i want to say it was october of 2020 when i was removed i um, say okay, so
0: when can we start putting the petition up so you can come back
1: see a lot of people say that and i understand why i was removed and i'm not in a hurry to like, be a cc again and it's nothing against wargaming and as far as I know nobody at wargaming has any ill feelings towards me it's just as a business decision it, they had to do it like I, I was i was too aggressive for their their program visually you know what i mean so like i, I get that uh, and I've gotten a lot better over the last year, especially. Um, but I still I still like to be me. I don't like to be like super subdued. I don't like to be you know chill all the time. I represent the majority of you know people. When they get upset, they say things. You don't always you don't always like keep your mouth shut when you should. And uh, I don't say things in chat anymore. Like I don't, I don't go in and, and like talk in game chat and try to like yell at people that way. Like I've, I've gotten over that a long time ago. Um, but I still, I still tend to uh, play it up for the people in, in my chat that are watching the stream. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm always, always a little bit uh, on the the edge. But uh, I have gotten a lot better. I, I've, I've toned it down quite a bit and at least kind of come back and uh, i think especially since i started going to the gym my overall like personality has just gotten way way better Um, i started doing um, my my um, workouts i started lifting consistently in november of last year and i started lifting four days a week um, just strength training trying to get as strong as i can possibly get and Since I've started doing that, now I've also added in doing cardio starting at the end of uh, February um, this year. So now I'm doing cardio at least a couple of days a week, plus I'm doing my strength training four days a week. So I'm training usually anywhere from five to six days a week. Um, And Saturdays are like my day off. But I'm constantly pushing myself to, to, to get stronger, to get to get, uh, in better shape. Um, weight wise, my weight is kind of settled in the two thirties and I would like to lose some of that, but I'm also on the path to just like a total body transformation. So it's not just about weight for me. It's about, you know, balance and trying to, you know, be f- overall more fit as well as adding muscle and getting rid of fat. And between the two, I've managed to settle in the two thirties, but my, my lifts across the board have gone up over the last, since November. Um, I'm, I'm stronger than I've ever been in my life, which is something special for me because as you guys know, um, you know, in February of 2020, I, or no, in February of 2021, um, I, I came out and told everybody that I was transgender and I've been on uh, male to female hormone replacement therapy since the end of uh, 2020. Started that in December of 2020. So to, to stand here today at 36 years old, going to be 37 in September, and say that I'm stronger than I've ever been, and I'm fitter than I've ever been, um, is, is a pretty big deal. Because um, I defy I defy the, the odds. Uh, all my blood work comes back as, as, as good. Uh, my doctor, like, is ecstatic with my like cholesterol and stuff. My blood pressure has come down. Uh, I'm no longer like borderline high blood pressure. Um, I have been diagnosed with bradycardia, which is where my heart rate tends to be a little too low, um, but that's also a good thing for the most part, as long as it's not affecting my day to day life. Um, and I just recently last or this Wednesday, actually, this. Past Wednesday broke my my personal record for my fastest mile time that I've ever done which is the first time I've ever gone sub 7 minutes in a mile which was a 652 which is fantastic for my age so I'm I'm pretty happy
0: yeah I mean I've I've been kind of through through that same journey with you as you started it as well and I remember that day you, you uploaded that video and uh, I remember getting got into contact with you. Yeah, it's, it's a big change. And um, it's a good change. But you feel well. Uh, you feel fit. Uh, I mean, your whole life has changed. But for the better, of course. And you, I've been seeing it physically through the videos and, and through you and me just talking average from time to time. I've seen the change in you. And it, it, I feel good that you feel that good.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's definitely a lot of pressure off my shoulders to let everybody know. And, and I don't try to push it on anybody. Like, I'm not trying to, like, tell everybody in the world that I'm transgender every time I go anywhere. Uh, as I stated in the previous uh, thing, I'm pretty sure we talked a bit about this the last time we did a podcast. But as I stated, th- this journey that I'm on is for me. Uh, so I don't really try to, like, push Everything on everybody else. I don't expect anybody to treat me any differently. The journey that I'm on is for me and for me to feel better about myself uh, on a day to day basis and to be happier overall. That's the main goal. And uh, I, I can stand here honestly and tell you that I am happier than I've ever been. I am healthier than I've ever been and it uh, feels good.
0: Yeah, well, honestly, I think just not myself and everyone else, we're very happy for you in that regard. Um, I don't know if you know this. Something happened like a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know that Falugula is uh, no longer with World Warships.
1: Actually, I didn't know that. <laughs> that well, was not yeah. the thing that happened a couple of weeks ago <laughs> that I thought you were going to bring up. I, I, I was like waiting for the whole drama thing to pop up because everybody was talking about the whole drama recently. So no, actually, I didn't know that. So uh, yeah, please enlighten me. I mean- <laughs> yeah so phil from
0: i don't know all the full details of course but um after your podcast it was i was trying to schedule a podcast with phil as well and um unfortunately i was given the the bad news that phil is uh, is moving away from gaming. Uh, where he's going i've got no idea he's not shared any any of that information with anyone and i know you and phil also worked a very long time together um, so yeah it's too bad another good good guy on the uh, opposite side that'd be losing in my view
1: yeah i never i never had an issue with phil like i my first interaction was f- with phil was from back when we did uh the initial like trying to get into the alpha test of world of warships legends before it was you know put out there um they just had a little forum that you you joined up on, and you you submitted your details and tried to get into the alpha test. And I was one of the lucky ones that got in. Um, and I I used all the advantage that I could. I was like, hey, you know, I would love to get in this. I've been looking forward to this coming to console for a long time. I tried to play on PC. I you know I was too far behind the time at the time to learn how to play the game properly. Uh, I have a YouTube channel. I you know close to 3,000 subscribers at the time. That's how long ago this was. Um, you know and and so like after i wrote all that out next thing i knew hey you've been accepted to the uh to the alpha test so uh yeah it's been a long long interesting journey for sure but hopefully i wish him the best on his whatever path he goes from here and hopefully everything will work out for him
0: yeah well like you say from 3000 to almost 50k it's it's completely nuts it shows you how much time and effort you've put into this and um i'm happy for you and i, I mean everyone i think everyone else is happy for you for the way you're growing and it, it's, it's not going to stop <laughs> I, hope, I hope you know that maybe one day you can even out, out do uh, jingles there you know
1: yeah i doubt that <laughs> 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 then again you never know you never know what yeah, time what 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 can happen in time but uh i'm definitely definitely going to enjoy the ride that's for sure
0: Of course i don't want to speak about any drama or stuff i mean that's not
1: why we are here thank you
0: Um, (laughs) (laughs) to hell with the drama Uh, yeah i'm I'm not big on the
1: drama either uh i had a lot of people trying to like get me to to make a video about it and i'm like look like all all of everything that i had to do with the whole situation like i've already said my piece Uh, I've I've talked to everybody involved and we've we've moved on. I don't want anything to do with it So all of the videos started popping up back and forth and they're they're calling them and there and then every Everyone's suddenly trying to point at me and like try to pull me into it. I'm like, nope I'm abstaining for once. There's drama in World of Warships legends, and it's not about me (laughs) 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 I'm staying out of it Yeah, don't say
0: anything for Pete's sake. don't say anything um well it's seeing for all the content that you're doing uh, we discussed it earlier you know before we did the, we started the podcast that you're doing a lot of streaming at the moment uh, but you're also trying slowly to get back into the videos again from what I understand I need to
1: uh, I still do my daily videos uh, I upload at least five days a week of World of warships legends um, but going forward if I'm looking to truly branch out and to keep doing uh, more and more content. YouTube as a platform does not like to promote live streams. And I love live streaming. I love the interaction with the audience. I love being able to share my real time reactions in real time or almost real time with my audience. It's it's such a nice thing. Uh, But from a YouTube algorithm standpoint, YouTube hates long format content or long con. Yeah long format content. So any sort of live streams, anything that's over like 25, 30 minutes, like YouTube does not like to push that. Um, So while from my perspective, that's what I prefer to do if I want to continue to really grow and, and get my channel out there and branch out to other games. And I've been recently kind of trying to break away from just doing like naval stuff. I've been trying to add in some other categories as well and kind of become more of a generic, maybe uh, simulation-based sort of thing I've been starting to push into. Uh, I do a lot of content with obviously the naval stuff with World of Warships Legends, a little bit of World of Warships PC thrown in there uh, occasionally, very rarely. Um, Then I did a little bit of, or I do Ultimate Admiral Dreadnoughts. This is one of my longest running series on my channel. I, i bring in ultimate admiral dreadnoughts from pc um which is a really fun thing um they've been really buckling down lately of trying to fix all their bugs and continuously improving the game over there um so we're start or we're we're able to do more there Uh, i do two streams a a week on that like on sunday night and friday night Um, i've been adding in games such as like american truck simulator occasionally um And now, with the game that I just streamed right before I started this this podcast, was a game called uh, Ten Can. And it is a space survival game where you are literally on some sort of freighter that explodes you have 60 seconds to gather as many components as you can and throw them into your escape pod and then close the escape pod and and take off before the ship explodes behind you and then you have to survive as long as possible while everything on the under the sun is going wrong i'm talking like full-on like electric storms in space uh ridiculous temperature changes from being too hot or too cold like it, it gets crazy like there's legitimately like crazy things that that like are going on. Like I was full on panic mode during the stream. Like I was I was struggling. But uh as as you encounter more and more and you start to learn and, and figure out, like you start to calm down, get your get your mind right, you can start to plan, okay, when this happens, I need to make sure that I do all of this. And it's such a fun game, man. I again, it's one of those games I didn't know I needed in my life. I've never played a game like that in my life, but it has just the right amount of challenge, the the just the right amount of like technical nerd ability, because I'm a nerd, and then like it's it's so intricate like every little thing that you interact with on that like there's buttons everywhere like every button does something like you gotta pull out a drawer to get to the insides to pull out the power supply or the uh, you know change out a relay or, or you know change a filter or clean the filters and you know try to get everything back you got to manage your oxygen and co2 levels you got to manage the cabin pressure you got t- all of this meanwhile the entire universe is trying to kill you <laughs> it's it's a it's a fun fun game man uh, again didn't know I needed it but these are the sorts of things that like I've been really enjoying uh, and fortunately for me my channel starting to get to that level where developers are reaching out to me and saying hey you know, we've got a game coming out. We think that you might be a, a good fit for it. Here's a here's a free key so that you can download this game. Check it out for yourself and maybe make a video on it or a, a stream or something like that. And uh, so I'm going to be trying to kind of branch out into stuff like that, do a more generic approach so that I'm not just like funneled into one category anymore. You know what I mean? Because there's only so many naval games out there, and they only come around so long. And while Navy is fun. Being able to reach out there and grab an audience from a much larger audience pool is always going to be a better thing for the channel
0: It's always good to play something else from time to time. Don't just focus on one thing.
1: Yeah, you can't do the same thing for for I mean, I've been doing this for Four years now on World of Warships Legends and before that I was on World of Tanks console for five and a half years so like um, yeah, like just limiting yourself to one game, like you get burnout on doing that. Especially as a content creator, uh, you just burn yourself out. And so trying to mix it up and have fun doing other things having some streams like super chill streams like with Ultimate Admiral Dreadnoughts or the American Truck Simulator uh, Just having some chill streams where I'm not super super stressed about stream snipers coming in and trying to ruin everything Or am I am I performing to an adequate level for the people watching, you know, uh, is, is so nice. It's so nice
0: Is there a reason you never went into War Thunder?
1: I actually did. I, I've tried War Thunder. Uh, I actually made a couple of videos, and some of the videos did extremely well. Um, I just preferred not to do War Thunder. Um, War Thunder's console version, uh, it, it was a direct port from PC, and the console version, the controls are awful. Like, you, you literally have to go in and manually set everything, and it is terrible for console gaming. Um, in my experience, one of the worst UIs I've ever used in any console game ever. Um, and that's saying, so I've played some really bad games over the years, but that is one of the worst UIs I've ever dealt with because it was a dual UI. It was literally, you can use keyboard and mouse or you can use controller and they do the exact same thing. Like if I go on my controller, I can move the thing around like it's a freaking mouse. And there have been a couple of games that have kind of gone that direction as well. And I just don't do as well with them. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's frustrating. I like the overall, like, mechanics of the game. I like the, I especially like the flying in War Thunder. The, the flying in that game was fantastic, even though I was really bad at it. I really enjoyed the aerial combat. Um, the tanks was a lot of fun, but I got my butt kicked a lot. The naval was terrible. Like, when I played the Navy back in the day, like, it was awful. So it was not even slightly entertaining for me back then. Um, but the the tank warfare and the aerial warfare really made war thunder fun But the ui made it so bad that I just didn't want anything to do with it Yeah Well, seeing
0: that you're getting all these developers that are um You know reaching out to you and your channel uh, Are you allowed to say What type of keys or what type of games you might be playing in the future that you've
1: been um, I mean, there's there's a, a few different ones, and I'm not under any sort of NDAs or anything like that, so, like, uh, I can pull them up. I mean, it's, it's under, like, kind of generic stuff, like I said. Uh, a lot of the, the stuff that I'm getting, like I said, was Tin Can was one of them. That's the one I literally just did. It's a space survival simulator, uh, which was a lot of fun. Um, But there's several games that have been sent to me very recently, uh, and a lot of them are sent through the, um, oh, what is that company called? I want to say it's True Indie, but there was another game that I may end up bringing up on the channel. It's actually more Naval Warfare. Uh, It is called uh, 1971 Indian Naval Front. which is exactly what you think it is. It's a naval game focusing on um, 1971, so post-World War II, obviously. Um, And it's the Indian-Pakistani War, Uh, so you get to control control that sort of uh, slightly more modern uh, naval aspects. But in testing so far with that one, I don't know that I'll bring that to the channel just because it's just not quite up to the level that I would like to bring to the channel. The, the playability isn't really there, or at least not yet. Maybe in time, it'll it'll get better, but uh, for now, not so much. Uh, some of the other games that I currently play on the channel is uh, Railroads Online. Uh, that's a game that is looking up very quickly. They just had a massive update on Railroads Online. Um, if you're not familiar with it, Railroads Online is a, uh, it's a railroad tycoon, simulation game um you are boots on the ground rather than being like an eagle eye view as most tycoon games are you are boots on the ground you uh literally start with basically nothing and work your way up laying all of your own track making all your bridges and stuff connecting all of the different uh um uh, facilities around the map, uh, overcoming obstacles like, uh, gigantic, uh, changes in elevation because it is in the American, uh, mountains. So, like, the terrain is, is crazy and you're trying to get your train track, uh, laid out and you gotta scout ahead, figure out what's the best route. Uh, there's no right or wrong answers. You can do it however you want as long as you can finish it. And, um, uh, They just added uh, an update where they've converted the engine of the game over to Unreal Engine 5, and they've added a full day-night cycle with uh, dynamic weather available as well. Um, So there's a lot going on with that game right now. They actually just got uh, picked up. That game was originally being developed by one person with uh, several different, like, Artists working with him, but one person was doing all of the coding and and stuff like that and uh, Just within the last year they've been picked up by another company. That's helping them uh, to to push that out there and uh, it's it's Picked up the pace of the developments a lot And so I'm very excited with how that game ends up turning out that was one of the those games again I didn't know I needed that in my life but it is such a fun, calming game to just sit back, relax, uh, and, and build basically a, a model railroad through crazy terrain that you can just pick up. You, you improve, like you get money for making deliveries and stuff, and then you can buy new engines, or new locomotives and stuff. They've got uh, the old school steam locomotives for now, but eventually they're gonna have a full tech tree that goes all the way up into potentially the 1980s, from what I understand. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. There's, there's a lot out there. There's a lot out there outside of Legends that I've, I'm really excited about.
0: Well, seeing that you've been so much of a success over the past couple of years, and you've been growing so much, how? what would, advice would you be able to give to other content creators out there that are trying to make it not like me? like me (laughs) you know how can we grow our channels to become as good as yours what do we need to do
1: what's the what's the magic behind it all okay was it just the person behind the mic there's nothing special about me let's just put that put that out there right now like there is legitimately nothing about me that's any better than anybody else out there like if i can do this anybody can it's consistency 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 trying to make sure that you're constantly like set a schedule that you can follow whether it's one upload a week one upload a month whatever it is one upload but make it a great video make it a video that you would like to watch okay make content that you want to watch personally and then whatever content that is it doesn't have to be gaming it could be whatever you're interested in Whether it's farming, whether it's crafts, whether it's working on your cars, it doesn't matter what you do. Whatever you enjoy, there is an audience out there waiting for you. But consistency, making videos that are watchable, that you would want to watch. Let's be honest, we all watch YouTube, right? Like we're all here watching YouTube. So like make videos that you would want to watch and then find where your audience is is hanging out so if if your audience is hanging out on facebook groups or, or discords or on twitter or reddit or anything like that find where your audience is hanging out and promote your videos to your audience i know crazy you don't there's no like secret sauce to it like a lot of people think that it's some ridiculous thing now it's not easy like, I'm going to just throw that out there either. I've been doing this seven years. I got very, very fortunate. It took me three years to get to 3,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel doing World of Tanks console. Um, and then that allowed me to be in the right place at the right time for when World of Warships Legends came out, which allowed me to take advantage. I had just enough of an audience to allow me to take advantage of YouTube algorithm for when... Um, Legends was released. I had videos right there to go and people watched and then that brought more people in. Um, So a lot of it is consistency, um, trying to stay ahead, um, noticing trends with your channel as you as you start uploading more and you start to grow your channel, you'll notice that some things do better than others. it takes a long time to get to a thousand subscribers. Usually, like mean, that is the hardest part of YouTube is to break that thousand subscribers. Once you break that, the channel starts to grow a little bit easier, um, just because you get a little bit more help. But uh, audience interaction is another thing that I cannot stress enough. Like get your audience to, to do things whether it's uh, have them drop comments, have them interact with your videos, like the videos, share the videos, um, subscribe to the channel. Um, all of that adds interactions on your video. dislike the video. If they like or dislike the video. fun fact doesn't matter. it's still an interaction. Um, so I always you know try to try to let people know like if you like what I'm doing, punch the like button. if you if you don't like what I'm doing punch the dislike button. If you if you enjoy what I'm doing on a daily basis and you wanna you wanna hang out, if you wanna be a part of my 50,000 subscribers by the end of the year journey, punch that subscribe button. Join the Spartan Army. Let's go. Um, you know, it's just audience interaction, consistency, and making content that you would enjoy, and then posting that content where your audience hangs out. That's how that's how you do it, and then you can grow a lot faster than I've grown on YouTube. I've I've watched friends of uh, my channel like go crazy and grow really really fast compared to what I was able to do, and so like it, it's it's definitely possible. But I've kind of taken the more slow. Uh, simmering approach where I just, over time, build my channel a little bit at a time, take advantage when I see that my my channel is starting to trend up a little bit. Maybe I'm getting a few more views here. Then I'll go really, really hard that month and push really, really hard. You'll see my numbers skyrocket. And then after that, things start to slow down a little bit. Then I'll take it easy for you know a month where I'm still constantly, consistently putting out content, but I'm not putting out 60 videos and 12 live or you know 30 live streams in a month i'm you know taking and posting 30 videos and i'm doing you know two live streams a week or three live streams a week um so that i can recharge my batteries because at the end of the day if i run out of steam my videos aren't going to be watchable anymore you know what i mean um nobody wants to watch a yeah nobody wants to nobody wants to watch somebody who's dragging and i've been that person you've heard i'm sure you've probably heard some of my videos um where i try to i try to give it all i have got but if you're just dead you're dead like there's not much you can do about it it's hard to be real entertaining when you've got no energy whatsoever
0: yeah it's completely nuts but honestly sport and um
1: We've been going for like, I mean, we can go for three hours, I know. (laughs) You and me. I was going to say, somebody's going to have to eventually edit it down. And fortunately for me, it's not (laughs) going to be me. (laughs) I could talk forever. Yeah, it's going to be Papa. Poor guy. (laughs) Well,
0: yeah, poor guy. He's been doing this for so long. And I mean, like we all know, he's been all over the place. But he's always willing. And uh, yeah, he's a a great, he's my boss.
1: But he's a great boss. It's the grind, but it's a um, necessary one yeah and that's the best part if you do what you enjoy it doesn't feel like work Uh if you truly enjoy what you're doing like it doesn't feel like work for him i'm sure this is something he he truly enjoys this is his baby like he he enjoys every second of the editing and getting it all done yeah some days it's a little harder than others but uh the end is worth it like if you enjoy what you do that's what makes it worth it
0: true i can i can say the same thing (laughs) most definitely Um, but Spartan overall I wish you luck for the future Um, and I hope that your 50k would in six months from now would be a 80k and three months from then it would be a 100k and just keep growing and keep doing what you're doing because whatever you're doing it's wonderful people love it and I think you will do very very well in the future
1: well, I appreciate you, Rogue, and best of luck on your uh, your channel as well. And please stay healthy, my dude. Try to try to I'll keep try yourself keep yourself out of the hospital as best you can. But uh, thank you guys <laughs> for try. for listening. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the podcast. And uh, I'll let Rogue take us out.
0: Yeah. Well, guys, come on. We let's help this man get to the fifty k around the corner. It's just it's only 5k away. It's nothing much to do. So, go and watch his content. See if you like it if you if you're listening and you've never heard of this man, he's a he's a great guy. I love him to bits. Go watch his content and if you like it, hit that sub. And if you don't like it, hit that dislike. And if you just like it, just go ahead and hit the like. But show him some love because we all love him. In the in the end It's me, Rogue PLC, here for you guys from all the warships back to port saying goodbye until the next time. Cheers.